go. Welcome to Friends with Davey, y'all. Thanks for joining us today. Is there a secret brothel hidden in plain sight right here in Texas? A lot of people think so, and the rumors are wild. We're going to get into that today, and I've also got an update for you on the latest news about the Rainy Street Ripper. But first, I want to welcome to the show someone who has been to a brothel or two himself in his time, uh, the legendary Justin Governor. Justin, what's up, man? What's up? Yeah. I, have, I have not been to brothels 39 times. <laughs> 39? I have not been to brothels 39 times across 38 countries. So it's 38 brothels across 37 countries? Well, the, the number 38 <laughs> was not when I was like 25. <laughs> cool. How you been, man? I've been good, man. Dude, how you mm -hmm. feeling? You got uh, you got really sick recently, right? Uh, Yeah. I heard you had uh, a really vicious strain of gonorrhea. Yeah, yeah. Is that what it was? Is that crazy. right? It was, it was crazy. Are the rumors dude. true? Yeah, dude. It was crazy. They kept giving me a shot. It wouldn't go away, dude. <laughs> you got to stay out of those brothels, man. Yeah, dude. It's crazy, yeah. dude. You got that super gonorrhea. Yeah, there it is. Producer yeah. Josh with us as well. Yeah. What's up, producer yeah, Josh? How you doing, man? I, I did not have gonorrhea, by the way. <laughs> I mean, not, not within I'm the last clean. several weeks. Yeah. By the way, I yeah. am clean, ladies. Yeah. And Hit him in the DMs. I remember the one time that I did get uh, the clap, right? You yeah. mentioned the other day on your I did, on your yeah. story that uh -huh. gonorrhea is actually the clap. It's not right. chlamydia. You Which makes no sense, dude. Well, clap chlamydia? Yeah. That should well, be the nickname. You want to know why? Because they used to try and get the fluid out by going, getting two wooden things and going. On and your junk, them. dude? Yeah. So oh. why do I know that? Because, yes, I did get the clap. I and mean, that was a while back. Were they just like trying to clap the ghosts out of your yeah, your dick blood or what? Yeah, it goes away in a week, right? With your with your little totally shot fine. Or just a little bit of penicillin. Yeah, never hurt anyone. A doctor right? would clap two pieces of wood on your yeah. yeah yeah and try and squeeze it out. Yeah, and I know that like because again I had the clap. <laughs> I know that because I tried. I was really desperate to get rid of. Yeah. It. <laughs> I woke up like, hey, did I have a uh, wet dream? And I was like, oh no, that's no, not normal. Wow, I'm just dripping. Wow. Ew, that's gross, dude. Yeah. Now they stick that's a Q-tip in your pee hole. Right? No, no, no. They no. used to. No, they just give you a shot of penicillin. Or you can, I think you can even take just pills, right? Uh, they gave me both. It was gone in like literally like 12 hours, no more symptoms, gone. Well, congratulations, Got dude. tested for everything. So <laughs> if you're watching this and you're judging me right now, you're the disgusting <laughs> one. When's the last time you got tested? That's right, dude. Anyway, you're I back in action, yeah. ready to go, yeah. I just had clean a as a whistle. I Put just me had in, a coach. nurse suck it out. <laughs> got a nurse suck the gonorrhea out of you. Uh, yeah, yeah, That's yeah. crazy. It was like a male nurse. Bite. It was kind of like yeah, a <laughs> You think a woman could suck that hard? I don't think so. Oh, he was yeah. a big fella. Uh, yeah. He was a big old boy. <laughs> One slurp. <laughs> that's disgusting. Actually, that's kind of impressive. They're very impressive. Yeah. <laughs> he was able to get all of it out. All just of it out. One big old I'm suck. grossing myself out right <laughs> that's now. That's disgusting. Cool. All right. Back to wow. secret brothels in Texas. Y'all, there is all kinds of interesting folklore in Texas. And oddly enough, a lot of it has to do with prostitution. Uh, I didn't really know that until recently, but if you've ever made the drive down, um, from Austin to San Antonio down I 35, Justin, I know you've done this about Josh, you do it every single, almost every single day. Uh, but you've probably noticed along the side of the highway, an interesting roadside attraction with a giant red and white sign that's advertising a place called the snake farm. And for decades, this snake farm, rumors have swirled that it's actually a front for a secret brothel. And I said I thought that would be a male brothel because it's the snake farm. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Who are you pimping? Snakes. That's true. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong about that. But that's farm. that's not what the rumors have been. It, oh. it hasn't been that there's a bunch of male prostitutes hanging out at this place. Uh, it is involving female prostitutes. Okay. Um, Justin, have you ever been to the snake farm? 
Uh, not 38 times. No, than, uh, definitely. Times. <laughs> I've never been. Josh, have you been? You have kids? No. You've uh, never taken your kids there? It does look kind of creepy from the road, right? I'm not big into snakes. Yeah, it's, it's just a, it's a weird looking place. Uh, but from, from everything that I've seen about it and read about it, it's actually uh, pretty cool. Uh, it's an exotic zoo known for its collection of hundreds of different kinds of snakes, which is terrifying to me. That's very strange. Yeah, real strange. It was originally opened by a guy named Mac McClung in 1967. So I'm going to get into the history of the snake farm for a second because this is, this is crazy. Okay, so the snake farm started as a traveling show with Mac McClung and his three nieces, Betty, Irene, and Lula Bell. He was taking his three nieces all over, I don't know, the country, Texas. It doesn't really specify but he was doing this traveling Those definitely snake sound show. like some brothel names. Right? I mean, just that. What were the names like, again? Uh, it was Betty, Irene, and Lula Bell were their names. Lula Bell. Lula, Lula my Bell. Bell. Yeah. Irene. <laughs> you looking for a pun there? Yeah. <laughs> Betty McCockiner? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I was trying to stay monetized, dude. I was like, don't do it. Don't do it. No, that's just her last name, McCockiner. Um, so <laughs> they were they were traveling, uh, doing this snake show. Mac McClung and his three nieces, which is just weird. like, would you ever entrust your daughters to an uncle to take them around the country doing a snake show? Like that's weird, don't you think, Josh? Um, I wouldn't, but I feel like his brother would. Yeah, Max brother, yeah, probably. I mean, this was uh, also when Vietnam was going on. That's true. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe their parents passed away in a tragic accident, and yeah, he was responsible Vietnam. for them. And he was like, you know what? Traveling snake show with these three hotties. I think I've actually got a picture of one of them, Josh. I don't know which one this is. It didn't like the picture wasn't labeled. It just showed a a, a picture of of this lady right here. Pretty hot. What do you think about that, Justin? How old is she? I mean, let's say for legal purposes, she's 21. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, yeah. She's pretty uh, pretty attractive. I there. mean, she's in her 70s easily now. Well, I mean, now, but like back then, look at her. Look at the way she handles that python. Okay. How do you think she'd handle other stuff, Josh? I, I don't know. That was a very creepy question. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just have a little measly garden snake. You just know, a, so. a, garden, a garden snake? Yeah. Um, okay, so they were doing this traveling show. They eventually got tired of life on the road and opened up a permanent location that is now the one you see off I-35. Um, now McClung strategically opened, uh, the, you know, the snake farm, the permanent location, uh, to attract spillover visitors from the 1968 hemisphere, uh, hemisphere, uh, which was the world's fair that was held in San Antonio. So he opened his location in 1967 thinking, Hey, there's going to be a bunch of people in San Antonio checking out the world's fair. Maybe they'll want to come and far. look at my snake is, farm. Is that not far away from the hemisphere? It's like 30 minutes, yeah. Yeah, that makes no sense. And all. I mean, they were driving regular cars. I was about to say, like, that's a long oh, a long ride on horse. Yeah. But no, they were they were using regular cars back then. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It was 1967. Isn't that the why, why they built the Tower of Americas? Yeah, the Tower of Americas was of part of the, the World's Fair in San Antonio. Yeah, mm-hmm. in 1968. Uh, I don't even know how many people attended the World's Fair in San Antonio, but it was really popular for a long time. It's actually where the Ferris wheel and French's mustard were invented at the Chicago World's Fair. Fun fact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the guy who created the the uh, what's it called the fucking what what the hell is it? Yeah, the, the fucking the, the Ferris wheel, the, thing, the Ferris the wheel. Thing. 
That's yeah. literally what I just said. I'm trying to make my brain work. <laughs> what is it called? It goes like around. Yeah. It was my, like my uncle big, took me up there. It was the big right. attraction. And then he ended up getting sued and he died like at 37 and his wife left them and all this. Shit. It's pretty sad. I mean, there's, there's a lot of crazy history just behind the world's fair oh, alone. Yeah. There was a, um, there was a serial killer there. That's exactly right. There's a book called devil in the white city. Yep. Uh, that's here? all about that. From no, here? no. In Chicago, oh. uh, for the Chicago world's fair. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he, he timed the opening of the snake farm to coincide with, the hemisphere, which if you think about it, I mean, obviously it's, it's, it's a good strategy just in general, but especially for like brothel activity. Yeah. I mean, think about like when, when, when they have the, the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, spicy dance clubs, their revenue goes through the roof. Yeah. Anytime they're having like a Super Bowl event or some big event like that. Oh, People have you go ever, out and spend money. Have you ever gone to a spicy dance club on the Super Bowl? No, it's terrible. I did it one year. Is it? It's absolutely terrible. Was it packed? It's it's got a handful of men there. I got invited really? by my buddy, and you're there, and it's so funny because they're like, "Candace, Candace, you're up on that," and everybody's like, "Move!" <laughs> We're trying to watch the game. Move. Yeah, like. Well, I meant like so like if they had the Super Bowl in Arlington yeah. where the Cowboys play, right? Oh yeah. If they had the Super Bowl there, After, afterward, all the sure. people yeah, that yeah. travel in town for 100%. the Super Bowl, yeah, they're all going to those spicy clubs. So it kind of makes sense if it was a brothel at the time. That's that's great timing, dude. Both for regular business and for you know illicit business. Yeah. Uh, so is, anyway, is there a reason why there's the S and the F are red? Is that a way to like tell people, oh, yo, we're having spicy whatever fun, spicy, spicy fun, fun <laughs> or, or sucky fun? Yeah. Maybe maybe a little maybe SF sucky you know. fu- sucky fucky. Okay, <laughs> there we go. That's well, that's what I was getting yeah. to, Justin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that's <laughs> I was trying and to just allude to it. Also, arrowheads and article. <laughs> Artifacts. In case you want to get real weird with it, you can put an arrowhead up your butt. Jewelry. Yeah, they've got all kinds of cool stuff at the snake farm. Um, It's actually a fully accredited zoo now. Um, It was purchased in 2007 by a guy named Eric Traeger, and he's really done a lot to rehab the snake farm and and turn it into a full-blown zoo. But anyway, uh, Mac died. I don't know when he died, but when he passed away, he left the farm, the snake farm, to his niece, Betty, and her husband, and then it was sold several times after that and eventually bought, like I said, in 2007 by Eric Traeger. Um, so here's here's something that's a little interesting that, that, I, that I found doing my research for this episode. There is an article in a newspaper from 1956, 11 years before Mac opened the snake farm, and this article talks about a snake farm operator named Clarence McClung, not Mac McClung, but Clarence McClung, uh, that was indicted by a federal grand jury for transporting underage girls across state lines for immoral purposes. How interesting is that? He's the real. He's the original Epstein. Yeah, right, dude. I mean, how easy would it be to change your name to Mac? Epstein Island was a snake farm. It first. was a snake farm in 1967, dude. Because of the World's Fair. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the guy's a shrewd businessman. You got what an entrepreneur. Dude, what does he look like? You know? What does he look like? I don't. I could not find a single picture of this guy. This guy was invisible, which so he was also to me is very suspect. Transporting underage girls for immoral purposes. Well, Clarence McClung was, which I wasn't able to confirm if Clarence and Mac are the same person. But it's a snake farm operator in Louisiana. And then 11 years later, Mac shows up in Texas right next door and opens this snake farm zoo thing. I never want to go there now. All right, dude, that's creepy as hell. Yeah. Okay, so. It gets even wilder. So rumors have swirled for years, dude. 
And, and I mean, I heard this when I first moved to Texas, um, that the snake farm operated as a front for a brothel in the 1970s. I can't imagine David going to be like, so, uh, so what's the, what's the deal? Yeah. yeah. Like, what's, no, what's no, I don't want to buy guys? a ticket to the snake farm. I want to buy a ticket to the snake farm. Well, here's okay. <laughs> here's, here's the secret, the, the secret password supposedly for the snake farm. A customer could go in, let's say Josh uh-huh. was visiting the snake farm with yep. his kids. Yep. And if Josh went Wait, to the front I register, I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe you were looking for a little, hey, you know, you double your snakes, fun. Yeah. Go <laughs> with your nurse friend. Yeah. Yeah. Bring your nurse so friend. you go up to the front register and you ask for change for a 20, mm-hmm. at which point you would be taken to a trailer in the back of the property where you would receive services from uh, a lady. <laughs> Change for a 20? <laughs> change for a 20. Excuse that was the gotta, secret password. You got to change for a 20. <laughs> right now? Actually, I think I do, Justin. It's just so weird. <laughs> Dude, but I, I mean, know, that's... I feel bad for the person who asked that accidentally and was with his family <laughs> and yeah, came back. That. And it was oh, just like, I don't yeah, know what ride that yeah. was. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the snakes in the back are weird. No, I just... <laughs> I wonder. Well, I saw some things. The snakes in the back can swallow you whole. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder if you go there now and you ask them, like, if you're like, hey there, uh, you got to change for 20. I'm sure they throw you out immediately. Bite your lip, you know, and they're like. Because, I mean, they've, they've tried really hard to rehab the I, image of the snake. I got to change for 100. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, inflation is real. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> 20 bucks? Get out of here. Yeah. Um, yeah. What but, are you going to do with So, it? I mean, that is consistent, though, because, like, if you go to. Uh, a massage parlor. There's there's, uh, Austin, there's secret apparently. passwords for massage parlors as well. Yeah. Apparently, the massage parlor that my friend goes to, you have to tell them not to do that, and then they get really upset that you want a real massage. Really? Because it's it's a lot longer and it takes. <laughs> <laughs> bro, bro, the other one takes five this minutes. This could be so easy. Yeah. And instead, I gotta give you a whole ass back rub. Dude, I I went to one in California once, and I had no money on me. Was this one of the thirty eight? No, like I just, I literally just wanted a massage. This is uh, a full blown accident. <laughs> full blown, like I just wanted a massage. My back hurt, dude. And then this, this uh, woman, I'm, I'm not gonna say her race, but she was like, she was like, oh, do you want this, right? And I was like, <laughs> I could tell by the voice, yeah. yeah. And so is she Hispanic? I don't know. Deduction. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you never know. I can only make Hispanic jokes because I'm half Mexican, but um, she's from Iceland, dude. She she oh, gave me like the nice. worst like. Head rub, shoulder rub. It was just so bad. And, and she then rubbed your other head. She immediately was like, oh. <laughs> and I wanted to be like, why are you moaning? Like, you're lying. No, she's trying this to create real. some ambiance, dude. It's not real. And she like was not That's attractive. a real professional. Oh, but, oh she wasn't attractive. That's why I didn't go for it. The first red flag should have been, been that I went in and they have you pay first. You go in and you pay first for a regular massage. They were like, oh, it's uh, going to be this. And I was like, That's strange. Because I've that is strange. Was, like, I'm not going to go to Massage Heights here and pay first. It's always like, how did you Shout like it? Shout out Massage Heights. They are yeah. very Actually, professional. Very yeah. Yeah. Great. And uh, yeah, so she just was like, come on, come on. And I kept being like, no, <laughs> no, no. And finally, I was like, all right, lady, your wish. <laughs> like, Fine. You twisted my arm. Go well, ahead. Get well, down there. The reason why it was funny is because you pay in the beginning. And then after, I knew that I only had like seven US dollars on me, right? Yeah. So... Back in the day, I may or may not have done these things, right? Like, when I was in the Marine Corps, you go to different places or Sure, whatever. sure. So it's part of the Houses culture. of ill repute is what they're called, yeah. yes. America's finest, dude, mm-hmm. right? The oldest profession in the world. Honor, courage, commitment. <laughs> oh, com- Commitment. All they said was commitment, right? Mm-hmm. Just might have been spelled different. But, so... Yeah, she's just like, come on. And I was like, no, no, I kept trying. But then she just kept giving me the crappiest massage. So I was like, all right, yeah, go for it, lady. 
And she was actually a lot Anything better. Anything would be better than this. Yeah. And it was a lot better than I could even do it. I was like, props. <laughs> she was, hey, she yeah. was a professional, dude. Yeah. It's but in the wrist. She knew yeah. what she was doing. Well, it's a lot in the wrist, but it's also just in kind of the, you know, how you, you twist. Yeah. There's a lot of twisting involved, yeah. too, that needs to happen if you're going to get a, a really solid tug. Bro, it, was, it was just hilarious because then when I was done, she was like, okay, okay. Like, and she puts her hand out for money. And I was like, what? And I, I played dumb because she just literally forced it, dude. They just go, come on, come on. I was like, no. So I'm like, oh, what? Uh, uh, and I pull out like seven bucks, dude. And I just paid for a normal massage. It was like $25 or whatever. And I was like, all I have is, and she's like, no, no, it's more. And then I was like, all right, let me, let me go tell the lady at the front. And she's like, no, no. And she starts freaking out. So I literally gave her seven bucks and I just walked out and like, she's arguing with me until I open the door and then she acts all nice and sweet. She's like, thank you. And I was like, thank you. Well, that's and more I than like, a 20% tip, dude. If, if the well, massage was 25 and you gave her seven bucks, well, it's like a 40% so tip, right? In reality, I don't think the massage place was in on this oh she was uh so she think, was doing a little freelance yeah, work yeah i think so i think she was trying to be like how old was she uh <laughs> like 45 50 dude okay and i was like i was bad. in my 20s still right it was a long time ago but the lady that tried to do it to me was like 65 yeah oh yeah. i've got i've got another i bet you those are the best though at it and, and so i walk out like, like burping a baby yeah <laughs> yeah dude she knew she <laughs> like definitely knew what she was doing yeah and so i walk out and then I start laughing out loud in the parking lot because I'm like, man, I just paid seven dollars for a hand job. Like, that's, that's crazy, cool. dude. That's pretty cheap in the United States. That's a very now, cheap. I didn't want it. Like, I legitimately was like, no, no, no. But like, let's, for legal let's, purposes, yeah. No, no, dead serious, <laughs> dead serious, right? Like, I've done. I'm not gonna sit here and pretend I'm perfect. I've done. I've done all my stuff. But I hit a point when I'm like, I don't, I don't like why. Dude? You know, like, right? they should bring they should bring that back. Okay, so like before, women would go to doctors and yeah. the doctors would finger them so they can come and and. What, I can't say that? I mean, I guess you Commitment. can say it. Yeah. Commitment. So they could commit. Yeah. So yeah. They so, commit. They commit. Yeah. so they could commit. Yeah. So they could commit back yeah, to Yeah, that, uh, that was during hysteria. There was like the hysteria epidemic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the ladies yeah. were just going in and getting <laughs> finger blasted, dude. <laughs> the doctors were just, just like, damn, all right, there you go. Uh, they should bring that back. But My fingers for, are so pruny. It's been but, a long so, day. But even for men, just go to a doctor. <laughs> Come on in, yeah, Justin. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um... I also one time went to Ooh. Thailand. I was coming back from Japan. Go to school for eight years for that. <laughs> I know, dude. And, and uh, yeah, I, I was going to Thailand, and I I wanted to lay over for 15 hours, right? Protests were going on. I don't know if you remember way back when, red shirts. There's clashes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. So I was coming back from, I did Thailand, partied. It was great. I hit Japan for a day. It was great. Thailand's famous for lady boys, right? Yeah, you can't say that anymore, dude. Oh, they're they're um. Well, that's how they. That's what they're, they. They're they them call themselves. They're they're lady they them's, dude. <sighs> okay, fine. Anyway, so I'm I'm at the airport in um, in Thailand, right? I'm in Bangkok, and I'm, <laughs> so to speak. Yeah. yeah, and I'm ready to fly out, and I I want to hit the streets for like 15 hours because I'm gonna fly back to the United States, and then they wouldn't let me leave the airport, right? Because there's clashes with the government. They're like, right now, unless oh, you have a wow. visa. So I was like, damn, what do I do? I'm here for like 15 hours, right? And I yeah. just had to stay in the airport. So I go to get a massage. In the airport? In the airport. They have got like a massage parlor, but it's super professional, dude. Like, okay. like the Bangkok airport, international airport, super professional. Yeah. And I, I lay down I'm like, well, if I just pay for a two-hour massage, that kills two hours. And then sure. maybe I could sleep for a bit after. Super professional in the airport, international airport. And so I, I pay... Everything's cool, and then sure enough, this lady's like, oh. <laughs> and I'm like, tickle? dude, she starts doing it, and she starts doing the, oh. 
And I'm like, shut <laughs> up. You're not turned on. You're not, you're not selling this lady. It's not even in your mouth. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's like super. She's like, oh. and I'm like, but and, when they but go, <laughs> is it more of a, oh, oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both canceled. Both of you. Did yeah, you it, was a, it was a Hispanic, like, oh, oh like, did you check Hispanic. her parts? Uh, no, no, <laughs> but, but, but I could tell, but dude, it was, it was just like 2010, dude. Times were different back then. <laughs> yeah. You know? That's like, what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> the surgeries uh, weren't as good as today. So no, they keep them typically. What's that? Oh. Yeah. They don't have bottom surgery typically over in Thailand. Um, because yeah, they're I, so small. <laughs> I love I love how I keep on I love how I keep on going different just my brain is ADHD. Anyway, so she's like, no, and I I wanted to say no. I really did. She was like a 50, 55 year old, like, like no, kind of hefty. Stop. You know? Oh no. <laughs> but his legs spread. Yeah. I was like, please stop. Like, and she's like, what are you doing? And I was like, holding my legs over my head. I was like, please no, whatever you do, not in there. So not in there. Yeah. And so it's a trip because then I was just like, I wanted to say no, but then I thought about it. I'm like, this is a story that I'm going to tell on a podcast in like a decade plus, right? <laughs> there you there go. Go. So I did it and I just, la it was more the novelty of like, I cannot believe inside of the Bangkok airport. That's wild. I got a hand job. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it. Like, again, like I didn't for, you know. Whatever per legal legal purposes. reasons, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> for, for uh, dirtbag reasons, I did not do it. But uh, but yeah, that's a trip. And then you're talking about how the the bottom surgery when I was in Thailand, I was hooking up, and uh, as I was hooking up, for some reason, uh, th this woman kept getting like lube, right? Oh no, dude! So she could have been a working person or not, oh. or maybe not. So I got, I was like, hey, wait a minute! I was like. <laughs> Like, cause I've heard that, like, that, like, post let me, people let me look. Yeah, no, no, no. It was like there was a vagina, right? But I was like, is it, is it like maybe a? So for some reason, I was just like, are, are, are you lady boy? And she just, I know lady boy. And she just started beating me, closed fisted, open fisted, just slapping me. And instead of being upset, I was like, okay, we're good, we're good. Keep going, upset, keep going. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, <laughs> keep doing that. Yeah. Oh. I was uh, like, honor, courage, commitment. Uh, <laughs> my, cousin, my cousin always said that, uh, you go, I go, how do you know? He goes, you bought him out early. That's what he said. Oh, really? And I go, what happens when that happens? He goes, they're always shallow. You, you finish and you shut up. Oh, and you and you drink away the memories. Yeah, that's what he told me. I was like, <laughs> all right. And he would say that they would, the, their pitch was same but different. Oh, same, same oh. but different. Yeah, yeah, same, same but different. Yeah. Okay. I, um, yeah. I've, I've told this on another podcast, but we brought home like 10 girls. Uh, me and my one of my buddies still worked at Blackwater when it was a thing, and then two other contractors. We all worked in Afghanistan, right? We we go, and my buddy's like, I was there for five days, and my buddy pulls out three thousand U.S. dollars in twenty ten, and he's like, my goal is to spend this in five days in Thailand. That's a Whoa. lot of money. Yeah, it's like so, thirty thousand. Yeah. Right? dude, it was it was so much, and so we brought home a bunch of girls, and I woke up to a bunch of commotion, and these uh, hookers, right. <laughs> Excuse me. They were like fishermen hookers, you know. Yeah. They uh they had knives, kitchen knives, and my buddies had kitchen knives. They were they were, <laughs> they were backing them out. Dude, I swear to God, I woke up and I just heard a bunch what? of screaming and yelling. And my two buddies have kitchen knives, and they're like inching forward, and then the hookers are like walking West Side backwards. Story. Dude, the hookers are are walking back, and they're they're shanking like this, and then they just drop the knives and they took off running, right? And I was like. And I look look around because I was in the room with with my love of my life right at yeah. the time, and my buddies were like, 
oh, just whatever drunk. They just both went back to the rooms, closed the door, and I was like, all right, whatever. Because I was working in Afghanistan, dude. Like, yeah, knife fight, no big deal. Not yeah. whatever. It is what it is. It's just right? a regular like, Tuesday. They, they used to like roll cars that got blown up through the U.S. Embassy, like blew themselves up, and you would just drive, and you just like look at it, just whatever, right? Wild. And so, um, yeah. Anyway, dude, the next day he's showing me photos on his camera, and as he's showing me these photos, he. This is back in the day in 2010 when you didn't have like cameras and stuff, the like camera phones. It was like a di uh, digital. So he's like, "What do you notice about this picture, Governor?" <laughs> and I'm looking at the picture and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like I, I could. That looks like, like a dude, right? <laughs> Part and, of anatomy that I'm very familiar with. Yeah. And so I'm looking at it and he goes, "What do you notice about the photo?" And I was like, "No." And she's sitting on his lap, right? He's like huge, oh, dude. And, and I'm going, "I don't know." Um, <laughs> How can you, how'd you find out? And he's like, oh, uh, when I was fucking him. Oh, and he dude. was, and he was like, and he was like, oh yeah. And I'm like, are you serious, dude? And he's like, he said that he backed out, freaked out, checked, saw the junk because he was so drunk. And he just ran to the other room and started banging on the door because uh, she or he, they, them, right, were with another one. So he just was like, they always hang out together, right? Like in packs. Yeah, yeah. So he pounds on the other door and he's like, get up, get up. And he's like, they're dudes, they're dudes. <laughs> and then the other guy's like, oh, they're just wasted, right? And so- and The other guy knew, but he didn't want to say that. He's just like, oh no, not now. And so, and so, oh, I'm just now finding out too, oh no. Yeah. And so, so all this happens and then apparently they're like, you pay now, you pay now. And then they're like, I'm not gonna pay. And they're like, you pay me. So then they, uh, he said that they ran to the kitchen and they, cause we're like in a huge villa and they started going through the drawers and they're like, get out, get out. And then they grabbed kitchen knives. Wait, the, the guys did or the, the, the hookers? The hookers, the hookers did, okay. And they're like, you pay now. And my friends are like yelling at them. So then my friends grab kitchen knives. <laughs> That's when I heard the screaming and yelling. I walk out and they're inching them backwards. And I remember one of them was super huge with like huge, like, like six inch heels, right? And they're backing up and they're backing up and I'm like, what the hell? Like, but for some reason I don't like jump in and like, hey, those are my buddies. That's I'm, not your I'm fight. Just, yeah. I'm, I'm just like, what the like? Yeah. And so they they just well, you just knives. saw a bunch of ladies <laughs> getting <laughs> attacked with knives. Girls over there go fucking Thailand. Oh no 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 no. So, so have you seen that story? Yeah, yeah. So, so you've heard this right? Yeah, yeah. So so what what happens after is my buddy's like, what do you notice? And then he told me, oh, when I was like, when we we're having sex, right? And I'm like, okay. And then he goes, don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. And he goes, beep, 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 beep. And he zooms in and then huge hands. He's like, look at those hands, bro. And then he zooms in, beep, beep, beep to the Adam's apple. He's like, look at that. You mean to tell me that that's not that? And I'm just quiet. And that's when I was like, how could you tell? And he's like, oh, when I was like, <laughs> having, you know, when he was like, oh yeah. When I was so, inside of her. Yeah. So I'm looking at him and I don't know what to say because one of my really good friends just told me like super macho, right? Working in Afghanistan. He just pretty much told me just bone a dude. So I'm just like sitting yeah. there. Looking at him like it's heavy, right? And this is 2010 when like now it's like now if it were today in today's day and age, I'd be like, You're so brave. Right. <laughs> right. I'm, like, so, I'm proud so proud of you. Of you. Yeah, like, yeah, like exactly. right. But but like 10 years ago, I was just like didn't have the words. I was like, oh man. And then he looks at me and he hits a trash can button. He's like, beep, beep, and he deletes it and he looks up and he looks around and he just goes, fucking toilet, bro. Right. And so so I started laughing. And then he goes, Not a word, governor. Not a freaking and word. Right? Now you are. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not gonna say his name, right? Yeah. But like, and I've said this before in another podcast, but it was like years and years ago. But it's a real story. And what's a trip? 
is that like the other guy I worked for Blackwater and he was like super hardcore. Blackwater back in the day was like hard, bro. Like if yeah. you worked for Blackwater, people be like, damn. And I'd always see the other guy because I worked for another company, but we worked in the same proximity. And I'd always see him walking by with his rifle. And like, he looked at me like if I, <laughs> the last time I saw him wasn't just like when he was having like a, a freaking horse standoff with knives, right? <laughs> with with ladyboys. And so like I'd walk by him and he'd look at me and he'd just give me a smirk and I'd give him a smirk and we both nod and we just keep walking. Like never acknowledged it. Never, I never told anybody hey, on project that I worked with. But that's right? the best way to do it. What happens in Thailand stays yeah. in Thailand. And, and then the other guy would walk by me because we worked for the same company. We had different jobs, right? I was like a designated defensive marksman, kind of like a sniper or whatever. And then he was just like uh, a guard, right? Gate guard. So we would walk by each other. A again. gate guard is what you said there? Yeah, at the okay. U.S. Embassy. just wanted to make sure you said gate. Yeah, I, w I worked at the U.S. Embassy in Kabul. If he's right? the other type of guard, he's not very good at it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, yeah. He became one. Yeah. No, Accidentally. He, no, he, he the, uh, you know, he needed a gate guard. Actually, no, the other one. <laughs> actually, no, he was a gate guard. He guarded his. but they, Don't let me through that gate. Yeah. Don't let me through yeah. it. The, the, the lady boy didn't have a gate guard, you know. The, so anyway. I, the, the way he said it, the, the, you just heard, oh. <laughs> That's the way, dude. That's the way that, like, I feel like I'm pretty good at, at impressions, right? And so, so that's that's what he said when when she was, or yeah, when uh, when I was walking it, when, when he was like, oh yeah, and I was like, <laughs> had to drop the act real quick, yeah, dude. And and so, what a trip, right? And so when I would walk by him, he'd walk by and he would do the same thing. He, like I said, when he went like that, he was yeah. fucking Thailand, bro. He would walk by me and just go like that with his hands, and I would just like, I'd go like, I was just like, oh, like it's it's like funny, but it's not. It's funny <laughs> that it happened to you. It's it's hilarious when it's not a personal story about yeah, yeah, yourself. Yeah. It's something you're, you you're went like, through. Yeah, and and it, yeah. again in today's yeah, now I commend him because he was doing it before it was trendy. You That's know? right. Like yeah, yeah, he was ahead of his time, dude. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And speaking of oh. speaking of ahead of his time, no, I'm just kidding. Okay, we're done. <laughs> And uh, all this has to do with snake farm. <laughs> well, okay. So back to the snake farm, yeah. actually. <laughs> back to the snake farm. Brothels. Because I just, I want to clarify that there's no indication, there's no evidence that, that there's any kind of illegal activity going on at the snake farm today. Just right? like the, okay. But there's so much folklore and rumor and legends around the snake farm that it almost definitely was a thing at some point. And here's an interesting fact. The Ramones... The band, the Ramones, visited the snake farm when they were on tour in Texas in the late 1970s. They bought T-shirts. They started wearing the T-shirts on stage. There's actually a picture, uh, Josh, that you can pull up of Dee Dee Ramone wearing a snake farm T-shirt on stage. What business do the Ramones have at a snake farm other than getting a little afternoon delight? You know did, what I'm saying? Did they ever perform with snakes on them or anything like that? Maybe uh, they rented I don't, a snake? Or I don't think so it was just the snake farm t-shirts that became really popular because the ramones would wear them this on is, and off stage this is like wayfair <laughs> right i <laughs> yeah. like wayfair what's that other one that had the advertisements yeah i think it was uh oh back page back page no there, oh. there's like there's all these other brands that are like we're doing it in plain sight oh right? yeah, yeah yeah i mean wayfair was one of them but that yeah. was more for uh so that's what i'm saying snake kids. farm it was like they're like look at me it's a flex yeah. and yeah. everybody that knew well and, and not only that not only that so the ramones you know, paid their visit, started wearing their merch. Uh, a guy named Ray Wiley Hubbard actually wrote a song called Snake Farm. And the lyrics indicate that uh, he was in love with a, uh, a prostitute oh. <laughs> at the snake farm. Now, he's since said that, A, it didn't have anything to do with that. That wasn't the case. I just drove by it and, you know, thought of this song. But, I mean, there's just so much rumor 
about it. What are the lyrics? Oh wait, you know. Oh, what is that? Chicken ranch. Well, uh, well, we're getting to that. We're getting. Oh, you want to pull up the picture of Ray Wiley Hubbard? Because uh, this this is a. I mean, he's an outlaw country legend. Uh, that's Ray Wiley Hubbard. So the uh, the lyrics talk about a woman named Ramona that worked at the snake farm, and the chorus goes. Snake farm, it just sounds nasty. Snake farm, it pretty much is. Snake farm, it's a reptile house. Snake farm, ew. And there's one line in the song where he talks about he went to visit Ramona. She called him up, says, come on down here. It's getting warm. She runs everybody off, and we, we you know, it's a snake farm. So clearly there was some activity going on there at the well, snake farm. Well, then look what he said before. It's a snake farm, ew. Yeah, huh? So that's they did all the things that he said in that paragraph prior. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's a snake farm. That's a reference. It's a callback. Absolutely. Almost. So that's that's the whole thing about. I don't like. I said I don't think you can still go into the snake farm, ask for change for a twenty or change for a hundred, as Josh mentioned, um, and get serviced in a trailer at the back of the property. I don't think that's the case anymore. But it, I can say almost certainly it was at some point. But that leads me. My whole family would like change for a twenty. <laughs> My entire family. Guys, you're going to need a lot more money than that for the whole family. Um, what? I'm just here to show some snakes. I need change for 20. There's a... Uh, we all need for change for 20 at the same time. <laughs> what? We, should all we go don't have that many snakes. Yeah, we should go eight dudes deep. Hey, we all got 20s. Yeah. And we'd like change, please. Yeah. And then the cash register says, we do not keep more than $20 bills inside this cash register. And you're right. like, what is this, 1975? We, we don't like, take oh, cash right. anymore. You can use your Apple Pay. <laughs> Just point at me. I want that one. <laughs> <laughs> now, this gets me to another more famous location about an hour away from the snake farm in LaGrange, Texas. This one is super famous. It's called the Chicken Ranch. And this was a so that real... That makes sense. That makes sense to me. The Chicken Ranch? Yes. Exactly. I mean... You call them chicken or birds anyway, right? Chicken heads. This one makes a lot of sense. It was a confirmed brothel that operated for over 100 years. This brothel was located in Fayette County near LaGrange, about 60 miles southeast of Austin. It's actually, LaGrange is like a midway point between Austin, San Antonio, and Houston. So it's like perfectly dead center between those three cities. That's perfect. Just like the Bunny Ranch isn't like exactly Exactly, dude. Yeah. Well... So, so there's another interesting piece about this with Las Vegas, but I'll, I'll tell you about that here in a second. So the original LaGrange brothel started in 1844, uh, and it was run by a lady named Mrs. Swine. How about that name? <laughs> was she the original Miss Piggy? We don't know. I mean, was the Miss Piggy character based on Mrs. Swine? Uh, we don't know. But she opened that uh, brothel in 1844. It was actually closed during the Civil War when uh, three of her staff prostitutes uh, from New Orleans were accused of being Yankees and forced to leave town. So they closed down that brothel. When did it open? Originally in 1844 and then closed down during the Civil War. About 50 years later, though, a lady named Miss Jessie opened a brothel in her house in 1905. Uh, she may have also run it out of a, a, a hotel room, uh, but Miss Jessie opened this brothel um, in 1905. Eventually, she, uh, she set up shop in a permanent location on 10 acres of land in Fayette County, just outside of LaGrange. Um, actually, that picture, well, yeah, I'll get to that one. So this was in 1917 that the this, official this was, when was chicken this? ranch started uh this was more so i believe in the 1960s the pictures that you're looking at right now just i mean that's a for sure right that's for sure you'd go for that right i was already like which one yeah oh the one in the front with the bangs for sure she looks like she uh was fighting for you know some sort of 
that's a trip, right. bro. They're just um. So am I? Do I show this picture? Oh yeah. Uh, well, actually, hang on, hang on. So let me let me give you a little bit more background on this. Um, so Miss Jessie, she moved uh, the brothel from her house to the the. 10 acre piece of property that she bought because uh, the town of LaGrange was actually cracking down on prostitution. So she needed to get outside of city limits. So she ran that brothel from 1917 to 1961. In 1961, a lady named uh, Miss Edna Milton took over. She purchased the property from Miss Jessie um, and it earned the nickname the Chicken Ranch because during the Depression era, when people just didn't have money, they couldn't afford to pay for anything. Apparently, they were still doing business, but instead of accepting cash, they were accepting live chickens as payment. And so they started selling poultry and eggs to supplement income at the brothel. Husband's I'm so trying serious, to, dude. Husband's trying to leave the ranch. Where are you <laughs> those chickens? Get back uh, here. Why are you no, taking our one chicken? <laughs> I'm gonna go, that's yeah. where choking the chicken came from. I, dude, <laughs> I don't doubt it, bro. I don't doubt it. He's so, going to change for, for 20. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. So... So Miss Jessie ran the brothel from 1905 to 1917. Uh, Edna Milton took over in 1961. She actually started Miss Edna Milton. She actually started as a prostitute on the chicken ranch in 1952. This one right here. Uh, yeah, go ahead and pull up the picture. Of, well, let me pull up the other uh, one real Ms. quick because I never showed it. Oh, you didn't show this one yet? Okay, so these are some of the ladies mm -hmm. that worked at uh, the chicken ranch. Justin, I actually have the um, uncensored photo if you'd like me to send that to you later. Uh, not, so you can use it for enough, to be personal honest. purposes. Uh, this is Miss Edna Milton, the lady that ran the chicken ranch from 1961 or started running it in 1961. She actually renamed the brothel uh, Edna's Fashionable Ranch Boarding House when she took over in 1961. Man, that's super 60s. Look at, Look all at her. Look at her. But I mean, what a hottie too, right? Look at that. Justin, would you? She's a pretty lady. I mean, that's not as that's not as good. That that picture there isn't as good. But uh, I mean, you'd hit it, right, Justin? Uh, no, nah, nah, she smokes. Look at that. I, how, oh, a course. difference just 15 years makes. I know, right? Yeah. Well, especially 15, when you're doing that kind of work. Well, no, but I'm saying 15 years back in the 60s was dramatic versus 15 years in today's time. It's like, oh, they almost look the same. Oh, well, dude, think about the, the brothel that War, was dude. in 1844. Can you imagine how those poor ladies looked? <laughs> Oh yeah, all I mean of, everyone was kind of gross looking if, anyway. In the, if, if if we're in those times, we're all the oldest men in our town, right? Oh yeah, yeah everybody yeah, died at yeah. like yeah. You 35. get the, the scurvy yeah. and the dysentery and yeah. the rickets. Yeah, yeah, dude. Um, okay, so a little bit about the chicken ranch operations, right? In the 1950s, the ranch employed 16 prostitutes. On weekends, there was often a line of men, mostly students or soldiers from near, uh, nearby military bases. This is this is my favorite part. Students of Texas A&M University, Giga Maggies, uh, they made an unofficial tradition of sending freshmen to the chicken ranch for initiation. The chicken ranch was preferred, this is great, because many of the girls working at the chicken ranch were allegedly UT students. How's that? That makes sense. Right? Yeah. Take that, UT, in your face. <laughs> exactly, in your face. No, dude. no, literally in your face. Oh. <laughs> uh, not to be outdone, uh, what's Alexis Tex Texat? Yeah. yeah. She's from San Marcos. She is? From Texas State. I went to school with her. Mia I, Khalifa. I actually, uh, oh, yeah. that's true, too. She's from Texas also, right? I love her. Yeah, she's They found her at a Whataburger or something. Shut up. She yeah. what? Yeah, she was working at a Whataburger. And no one could do the splits like Mia Khalifa. No one. Um, dude, you know she only made like... Five videos or something ridiculous. Yeah, supposedly, dude. I've seen a lot more than that. So I'm no, just, they just make a lot of clips of the same ones. You think so? Yeah. I don't know. I've seen a lot, dude. I've only seen the. Uh, you got to look at the dudes. 
Okay, you know what? It's I'm gonna focus dudes. on that next time. I'm gonna yeah. focus it's more the on the dudes. Yeah, I'll get right on that, Josh. Next time I'm watching a video dudes. of Mia Khalifa. You creep. Did I, did, did I go? Did I go to Afghanistan with you in 2010? Now, each prostitute in the 1950s would have between five and 20 customers per day. They charged fifteen dollars for fifteen minutes. That's about 150 bucks in today's money. Okay. 150 bucks, you get 15 minutes. I mean, that's that's pretty. That's a pretty reasonable deal. I feel like. Oh, man, no. I th- I mean, I think so. So you so you tell me there's some pharmacist or doctor that went to UT that was a prostitute, potentially at, back in the back yeah. in the 50s and 60s. Well, yeah. that's, the, oh, that's the only yeah. thing you do. If you did it and then you have like a psychology degree, uh-huh. get the hell out of here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I mean, yeah, there's some of the. The craziest I, ones, I dude. I have a philosophy degree. <laughs> How did you get through school? No, they got liberal arts degrees. Come on. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so here, here's, uh, here's a little bit more detail. Um, the uh, Well, at its peak in the 1960s, well, this is when Miss Edna Milton was, was running the ranch, the ranch earned more than $500,000 per year, about $4.3 million uh, in today's terms. Uh, with the prostitutes keeping an additional three hundred per week for themselves, about $2,600 in today's money. 2600 bucks a week. That's really not To service much. between 5 and 20 customers. A week? A week. Not down, dude. About 100,000 bucks a year. No. I mean, well, actually, it's closer to 150,000. But, yeah, I mean, that just, oof, that's rough. Yeah. But I, apparently, I've, they were really well cared for. Yeah. Like, like they covered all students. the expenses. Yeah. They were prohibited from, uh, the prostitutes were prohibited from drinking or getting tattoos and were not allowed to socialize with the residents of LaGrange. And before beginning their employment, uh, they were fingerprinted and photographed by law enforcement and underwent background checks. They were even required to get uh, weekly doctor checkups. So this is legal prostitution. Basically, yes. That sucks. Basically, that's exactly what it was, Josh. And, And I'm about, okay. So they absolutely had a cooperative relationship with local law enforcement um, the, the chicken ranch was, was definitely, they, they, they were in cahoots, is right? That, is that law the, enforcement, the, the sheriff, that is one of them. Yes. That would be, uh, Jim, big Jim Flournoy. Why they call him big Jim? Well, uh, yeah. Yep. I mean, the guy was six foot four. Okay. He was, so he was a big guy, yeah. but you know num- what they, yeah. I'm not a numbers guy, but if I were a betting man, yeah, I'd say he's got a hog massive. Uh, yeah. yeah that hog was he attacking like, the He looked like LBJ on the horse. He does kind of, right? Yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the exact same thing I thought and, of. And LBJ also had uh, a huge one as well. Did he really? Yeah. You never heard that meeting was just like, why are you, why are you invading? Uh, what was he? It was, yeah. uh. It looks like FDR. Vietnam? It was in during Vietnam. Why, why are you still in Vietnam or why are you invading or whatever? Yeah. And then he goes, and then he asked the women to leave. And then he just pulled out his dick and said, that's why. <laughs> what a legend, dude. Yeah, you never Who heard that this? story? I never LBJ. heard that. LBJ? I yeah, bet, yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet Sheriff Jim did the same thing he a would, few times. That he would do that all the time. That he would take it out and be like, you ever seen anything like that? That's the biggest <laughs> thing you ever seen. Is it? That's mean, why I can hey, do this. Flaunt it if you got it. There's a guy that couldn't have been a lady boy. LBJ couldn't have gotten away with it. There's no way. Uh, so their, their relationship, the chicken ranch's relationship with local law enforcement, every evening, the local sheriff would visit the chicken ranch to learn the latest gossip and whether any patrons had boasted about committing crimes. Mm -hmm. So they were actually using the chicken ranch for Intel. And apparently a lot of local crimes were solved with information gained from these visits, which is crazy to me, but it makes perfect sense, dude. So they're basically using this spot as like a, a snitch house. Wild, right? Well, isn't that what they do with like strip clubs and stuff like that? Snitch house? Yeah. 
Absolutely. You know, so it wasn't he, a snatch house? Uh, uh, snitch and snatch house, yeah. It was late. a little bit time, of both. Yeah. Um, so apparently there are, there are rumors. Yeah, look at him, right? Look at that. I want that on a T-shirt, dude. That's a T-shirt. That yeah. is a T-shirt, right? His finger's off the trigger. So so Big Jim Flournoy. He knows gun safety. LaGrange Sheriff. Here's a description of him. Uh, a pot-bellied, gun-toting, hulking incarnation of frontier justice, slow-talking and keeping with his thought patterns. I think they were saying he's stupid. Uh, Big Jim's style of dealing with the world is based largely on threat and is generally successful. So he just threatened people yeah. to get them to do what they wanted. But apparently he had a really close relationship with Chicken Ranch. Uh, and there's rumors that he and Miss Edna Milton, the madam of the brothel, had a little uh, relationship going too. That even sense. though Big Jim was married. Yeah, why? I mean, I would think so, right? Yeah. Now, interestingly enough, a lot of the the, the previous law enforcement. The madam, would, ha- the madam had to keep him happy. That's right. You're, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's fair play, right? Yeah. It's Tit for, for tat. Yeah. So to speak. Uh, oh, yeah. That's right. For Jim. For for Big Jim. Yeah. Big old Jim. <laughs> big, big old Jim. Big old Jim. All right, guys. Like, um, like holy crap. Uh, <laughs> Jim. LBJ. Yeah. Maybe that's little Big Jim. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe maybe big he Jim. doesn't even compare yeah. even close yeah. to, to the real sheriff, Big Jim. Um, so interestingly enough, a lot of the previous law enforcement, they would actually visit the brothel every single night, like I said. But Big Jim installed a direct line into the brothel so he could call every single night and gather intel. And like I said, solved a lot of local crimes. Um, now, Flournoy, Flournoy retired as sheriff in 1980 when he decided not to run for re-election. Uh, and he said he and his wife never wanted to hear about the chicken ranch again. And I'm sure she didn't want to hear about the chicken ranch mm-hmm. ever again. I'm sure she didn't. Yeah. You know? Uh, but uh, he, he apparently solved every murder and robbery in Fayetteville County or Fayette County, excuse me, Fayette uh, County during his tenure. I don't know if that's a thing, though. You don't like think so? Now, now there's like all these, This when was this? What years? Uh, this would have been in the 1960s. Oh, okay. And yeah, 70s. They, they didn't have DNA stuff back then. That's a good point, yeah. So they would just be like, you did it. Like, I mean, it's possible. This, this woman that I sleep with, she told me you did it. And they'd be like, no. And they'd be like, are they black or Mexican? Whoa. Guilty. <laughs> Guilty. Guilty. Well, there, yeah. there, were actually, there were actually some quotes from uh, from Sheriff Jim that I, I couldn't repeat yeah. on the podcast because uh, there were some very derogatory terms. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of those I, we, we assumed. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He this did was, not solve This was back murders. in the day. Yeah. yeah. Um, so local and state officials were very aware of the chicken ranch. In fact, one of the sheriffs, Will Lawson, uh, reported on the conditions at the chicken ranch twice annually to the Fayette County Grand Jury. So he was letting them know, hey, here's what's going on. Here's revenue. Here's how things are going. This is the intel we're gathering. Um, and every now and then, the Fayette County Grand Jury would actually go to the chicken ranch just to check things out and probably have a little fun while they're at it. You know. Yeah. By the way, Candace, massive dumper. But so <laughs> it's all under the guise that this is helping us catch everybody. That that was it. We're getting intel that we need. Yeah. To you know reduce local crime. Okay. Um, and even the Texas state legislature. So prostitution helps. Decrease local. I crime. think that's the it's big lesson here, Josh. That's yeah, yeah, or at least cooperation with local authorities. Uh, yeah. yeah, because the whole reason that you go pull a lot of crimes is because you want money, and the reason you want money is to impress women. But if you don't have to get money to impress women, and you just give women that's money, an interesting. Then take. you can just be like, oh, I don't need to go rob. I got it all out. No, I've, I can pay I got fifteen bucks for fifteen out. minutes or a live the chicken, out. and I'm good. Out. Yeah, who's this guy? Does your wife? Oh, uh, well, we're getting to that one. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Does your wife watch this all the time? 
Now, the uh, the chicken ranch was temporarily shut down in 1972 by the department, uh, the Texas Department of Public Safety, uh, but then it reopened after a very short time. Ultimately, the chicken ranch got shut down in 1973 when the Texas Attorney General John Hill he tried to work with local authorities to get the chicken ranch shut down. They wouldn't do it. They were just like, nope, we're not shutting it down. So he ended up going to a guy named Marvin Zindler. Have you ever heard of Marvin Zindler, Josh? No. Okay. This guy is famous, a legend in yeah, Houston, Texas. Uh, so Attorney General John Hill. He looks uh, like from the movie Casino. He kind of does. Yeah, that's. Yeah, he really does, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is, uh, Do you have the picture of him up right now? Yeah. Okay, perfect. So John Hill contacts Marvin Zindler. Is he uh, Jewish? And tells him, yes, very. Okay. Uh, and tells him, hey, we got to get this chicken ranch thing shut down. So Zindler... He's this, uh, he's this, he's already this local legend. He does a lot of exposés and stuff. Um, oh, and man. he goes and does the research and gets the chicken ranch shut all the way down in 1973. <laughs> How did he do his research? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently the, Marvin Zindler is like a, a, like a, a very wholesome moral guy. So, uh, I mean, he kind of, he kind of had a personal vendetta with the chicken ranch because oh, okay. he, he didn't think it was appropriate. Before we hit play, are we going to hit play on this? Yes. What do you think he talked like? Oh. You already saw it, huh? Uh, yeah. Okay. I, well, I mean, Marvin okay. Zindler. So Marvin Zindler, I, I mean, after he got the chicken ranch shut, shut down, he signed a lifetime contract with uh, the, the local Houston news station, uh, which is affiliated with ABC. And he, he, you know, he did segments on restaurants. He was really famous for his segment, Slime in the Ice Machine. Uh, and, and that was, I mean, people tuned in. You slime in the Ice Machine. Yeah. He would like review local restaurants and basically give them a health grade. Uh, and would check their ice he, machines to see if there was like gunk in it. He's you know? either he's either like tonight, what you're gonna see, or he's gonna be like tonight. No, what you're it gonna was, see. It's it's the, go ahead go ahead and play it, Josh, because you'll you'll love this. This is his sign off. Oh, oh we don't have any volume. Okay, go ahead. And, I get it. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. I get it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, this guy was a super colorful, flamboyant character that was around for years, dude. Um, I mean, he was, I, I watched him all the time as a kid and I think a lot of people actually do. He was even on David Letterman at one point. Uh, okay. We got it now. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead. Have a good weekend. Good golf, good tennis or whatever makes you happy. Marvin Zendler, eyewitness news. And that's Marvin Zendler, dude. Did, did he sound like it. you expected nailed him to? It. Yeah. Tonight. <laughs> so, I don't like prostitution. <laughs> I want to shut down everyone's fun. That's Hell, a big old booty. What a dork, right? <laughs> what a dork. Uh, okay, so Surely. here's here's something that's really interesting. So after the chicken ranch got shut down August 1st, 1973, Sheriff Jim tried to get it reopened. He collected 3,000 signatures from locals in LaGrange. And, All the husbands. And other <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> None, None of the wives. wives. There were yeah. no women signatures Why would I on care? that. Why would I care? <laughs> and he took that petition to uh, the the governor at the time, a guy named uh, uh, Briscoe, but the, the governor refused to meet with him. Wouldn't meet with him, just basically shoot him away, right? Uh, he later, Marvin Zindler returned to LaGrange, I don't know how, how much longer later it was, but after the chicken ranch had already been shut down, he returned to LaGrange to do a follow-up piece, and Sheriff Jim apparently caught him in the middle of town, cracked two of his ribs, ripped his toupee off, and Hell then yeah. stomped it out in the middle of the street. That's pretty gangster. <laughs> That's great. That's back in the day when yeah, men, were, men were men. You know, hold on. I'm just here to tell you that prostitution is not so bad. Right? That's, <laughs> That's him. Oh, okay. No. Now, this, this is Governor Briscoe. 
So he was the governor at so the time. So that's a toupee. That the chicken ranch got shut down. No, no. Uh, Marvin Zindler was the one with the toupee. Oh, okay. Governor Briscoe, I, if that's a toupee, it's a, it's a horrible toupee. But yeah. you can go ahead and play this, Josh. This is basically the governor denying any knowledge of the chicken ranch up until it was shut down. Surely, if it's been in operation for over 100 years, you've known about it uh, before just last week. Well, let me... There were some articles in the papers about <laughs> it, I think, several years ago. Uh, Look at that whether smile. Whether it had been in operation or not. This year, since I took office as governor, I had no way, I had no knowledge. Yeah, sure you didn't. I heard of it back when it was, when it was written up uh, in the papers. He's talking about 1972. Three years ago. He's lying. Oh, for sure. At that time. Since then, I'd heard nothing about it. And you didn't know it was in operation until the uh, television series then? I had no knowledge as to whether it was in operation or not in operation. And I had had no one mention it. Uh, until last week, dude, that smile, around. yeah, and he's that looking left smile right. he keeps flashing, dude. He's he's been to the chicken ranch he's multiple times. Look at his sucked right there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? One of the prostitutes was under the podium. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> look, look at the face right there. That's he right. look definitely at, had a favor. Yeah. Look at the end. Yeah. <laughs> mm. He's committing. Yeah, he's committing. Right, he's buried next to his wife, and under his grave are two prostitutes. <laughs> That's right. And he probably killed. He's like, keep your mouth shut, <laughs> you whore. Uh, okay, so the chicken ranch ultimately, and this is where I know y'all have heard about it. The chicken ranch was ultimately turned into a Broadway musical in 1978, and eventually a movie. In 1982, called Best Little Whorehouse in Texas. Oh. Yeah, dude. The, the play and the movie are both based on the chicken ranch. Best Little Whore in Texas? Best Little Whorehouse. Oh, my bad. In <laughs> Never mind. I was, I'm sure was, there was a few of those at yeah. the chicken ranch as well. But here's, uh, here's this is kind of cool. So LaGrange is a song that was written by ZZ Top in 1973. Mm. And it's all about the chicken ranch. In fact... Uh, the opening lyrics are rumor spreading around in that Texas town about that shack outside LaGrange. And you know what I'm talking about. Just let me know if you want to go to that home out on the range. They got a lot of nice girls. Those are the opening lines to LaGrange by ZZ Top. They got a lot of nice girls. Got a lot of nice girls. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Now you sound like you're back in Thailand, dude. It's like all these songs that I'm hearing now that I didn't know. I'd never listened to the lyrics. Like the the Tutti Frutti. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you know what that's oh. about, right? Tutti Frutti? I don't know. It's about I don't know if I know that one. oral. It's about butt sex. Oh, it's about doing the butt? Yeah, Tutti Frutti. You don't want to oh. see the lyrics? What? Yeah, yes. go ahead and pull the lyrics up for Tutti me, Josh. Fruity, is it? Is oh, Tootie? Yeah, it's about it's about gay sex. The music. Whoa, Justin. No, not necessarily. Fruity. A lot of people can fruity. enjoy anal. Tootie and fruity. Well, I mean, what about the musical fruit? You know, the the classic fart song. Beans, beans, the tootie. magical fruit. The more you eat, the more you toot. Could be more so a reference the to more that. You toot, the better you feel. But yeah, I mean, a lot of so a lot of songs are written are are you know basically. Subliminal undertones to to much more devious I got a stuff. Girl, oh, I got a gal named Daisy. She almost drove me crazy. Got a gal named Daisy. She almost wow. drove me crazy. She knows how to love me. Yes, indeed, boy. You know. Well, what I think she that last me. line is the real is the real kicker. A wop pop, a lubop, a lop bomb bomb. Bro, she. Pe it's a song about getting pegged. <laughs> it's a song about. I got a girl named Sue. She knows what to do. Right. <laughs> she knows all she about that strap on. She walks to the east. She walks to the west. 
She's the girl I love the best. Oh, rock to the east, rock to the west. He's talking about hitting his walls. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, you go, is, if you go down, dude. if you go down, <laughs> that's wild. Go, go down. Whoa, 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 what have you Googled? Well, okay, go down. Sue and Daisy. Look, she know what to do. Boy, she know what to do. Tootie fruity, oh Rudy. Yeah. Tootie fruity, oh Rudy. Well, now we're gonna get a copyright claim if you're not careful, Justin. I got a girl named Daisy. She drives me crazy. She knows how to love me. <laughs> Boy, you know what to do. <laughs> Boy, don't you know what she do to me? She's this is pegging Justin's him. favorite part. She's pegging him, dude. Tootie fruity, oh Rudy. <laughs> so. Wow. The legacy of the chicken ranch, uh, enshrined forever, with the the Broadway musical as well as the movie starring uh, Richard Burton and uh, or, or Burt Reynolds, excuse me, and uh, and Dolly Parton, but also Josh, going back to your reference to the Bunny Ranch out in Vegas, there is a place called the Chicken Ranch. In Las Vegas, oh my God. it originally opened in 1976, just outside of Las Vegas, 17-bed brothel on a 40-acre piece of property with bungalows and everything. So you could still go to the chicken ranch if you want to take a visit to, to Las Vegas. Okay. No, I'm good. Now, uh, Justin, you are you are absolutely enthralled by some lyrics that uh, Josh <laughs> has pulled up here. Dude, it's a what? song about having sex with a celly. Like it's jailhouse rock. You never Jail heard the lyrics of jailhouse I've rock. Never, I've never, dude, I'm dead serious. You're the cutest jailbird I ever did see. I, I sure <laughs> would be delighted with your company. Come on and do the jailhouse rock with me. I mean, maybe, maybe he's talking about a female inmate. There's no, there's no, Justin. no, no. Sad sack was sitting on a <laughs> block of stone. Hey, buddy, you'd be no square if you can't find a partner. Use a wooden chair. Wow. Oh, look at that. Nick's Nick's, I want to stick around a while and get my kid. He wanted to stay in jail. Yeah. So he continue so he could continue hanging out with this jailbird. Cutie jailbird. Yes. Dude. The cutest jailbird he ever did see. Holy I'm telling you, crap. lyrics are not what you think. Love Shack. Oh, I know. You know what love the B-52's Love Shack? Oh yeah. Great song. Yeah, that's what, exactly what it is. It's like going out to the chicken ranch. Like, absolutely. And then at the very end, when, brothel. when she says he goes, You're what? And then she goes, Tin roof, rusted. It means she's pregnant. Oh, are yeah. you serious? That's why he goes, you're what? And she goes, wow. Tan roof. He's, she's I wonder pregnant. if that song was maybe about a, 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 a different chicken ranch. It could have been. Another brothel. Yeah, if you read the lyrics on that one, it's the same thing. I mean, Love Shack, that's, yeah, that yeah. one's so clear. Well, I mean, then you've got the song by... Change uh, Love Shack to Fuck Shack, and the whole song <laughs> makes sense. Come on, Josh. What? <laughs> wow. That was gratuitous, and you know it. Wow. Um, well, you, even that song by the Toadies. Remember the, that song? The one about... Uh, uh, behind the, the Lake girl. Tonight? Yeah. Yeah, where he murders her. Yeah, he kills her. Yeah. You know, you know, um, My Girl by Nirvana. My girl? My girl, my girl, don't you lie oh, yeah, yeah. to me. Uh-huh. Tell me where did you sleep? Okay, cool. So I looked it up one time to see if he was the original, like that made the song. No, it's a cover. Bro, the song goes back to like the early nineteen hundreds. Yeah. The slaves used to sing it working on the railroads, and the lyrics were slightly changed for Nirvana's song. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, and I looked it up and I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, dude, that's absolutely. That was insane. the uh, the MTV unplugged. It goes back to the 1800s. I'm sorry, not 1900s. Uh, they covered. Uh, I think they covered David Bowie uh, in that session as well. That's so but, um, absolutely insane. Like whenever I love going down rabbit holes, looking well, not these kind of rabbit holes. But like, <laughs> learning holes, about jailhouse yeah. rock. Um, okay, so that's that's the history of the snake farm and the chicken ranch. I also wanted to give a quick update, Josh on uh, the Rainy Street Ripper. Now, Justin, I know you weren't uh, here for the last episode, but we covered a, uh, a potential serial killer in Austin, Texas. And you go to Austin all the time, so I'm yeah. sure you've heard all about this. We covered it in detail, but there's been an update. Uh, a bartender who uh, requested to not be named. Female bartender? Female man? bartender. 
female bartender has confirmed on, on her opinion. I mean, she didn't give a whole lot of facts or evidence to back it up. But she says, yeah, that this there is killer. <laughs> this serial killer. Is she said bartender. that the uh, the bodies that are being recovered in Lady Bird Lake are definitely the work of a serial killer. What? How does she know? She's a bartender, bro. I mean, she sees a lot of stuff, Justin. She's a lot of stuff, and they they even published an article about it. Does she work at the snake farm? <laughs> I mean, wait, wait, wait. Which we one don't was know it? No, for it was sure. The snake farm. It was uh, well, the chicken ranch. I mean, that was shut down in 1970. Yeah. So, if this lady, if this lady is, is still around, what if she just knows? You know, things? slanging drinks on rainy streets. She's got to be like in her 80s. I mean, all the people that were affiliated with the chicken ranch back in the day, share big, big Jim, uh, Edna Milton, Marvin Zindler, they've all passed away since then. Uh, but anyway, that's what this bartender is saying is it is definitely the work of a serial killer. They have not recovered any additional bodies, so that's good news. I think and they found I think, one last week. I think we can... Uh, yeah, on the 15th. No, no, it was on the 15th, yeah, yeah. which we talked about. That was um, that was Christopher Clark Hayes. Uh, but uh, I think, Josh, that we can take a little bit of credit For with, with our podcast episode that maybe we scared the Rainy Street Ripper away for a little bit. No, I don't Just think brought so. too much attention to it. No, it was just, uh, I mean... Month's not over. Wow, that's really morbid. Dude, so dude. I know. that's dude. I want to get like I want to pretend to be drunk and just walk around like stumbling. Oh, a bunch of people have said like they want to. They basically want to try to to trap the Rainy Street Ripper doing exactly that. Although I did see another really interesting piece of information. Someone pointed out that there were no bodies recovered from 2020 until 2021, and they think that it has to do with the panorama. Now, obviously, a lot of people weren't visiting Rainy Street during during that period of time, right? Um, but they're saying like maybe the 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 Ripper went into hiding for a little bit out of respect for the panorama, or it was just easier to uh, hide as a homeless person and just go through. Dude, that's that could be too. You, you know, know I mean? like I still think it's a girl, dude. In a fact, bunch of unsolved mysteries could have happened, and then be like, oh, you know what? It, what's interesting to me is this bartender that's come out and and said it's definitely a serial killer. I I said in the last episode, Josh. And we talked about it quite a bit. I think this is a woman mm -hmm. with at least one accomplice. Mm -hmm. um, this bartender, female bartender, asked not to be identified, specifically requested. I don't want to be named. I don't want to be identified. Maybe, maybe it's her, dude. Maybe. maybe it's her. And she just wants a little bit of attention, a little bit of acknowledgement. Because police are still saying, it's not a serial killer, folks. This is just accidental drownings. Nothing to be worried about, right? Just How be many safe. Bodies? and. Oh, dude, in, uh, well, in the past 10 months, what do we say, Josh? Nine? Yeah. It's been nine in the past 10 months. Four in the last 60 days, dude. And yeah. I mean, very suspicious circumstances. And all, all the family members are saying, these are not accidents. They aren't accidents. These people were drugged and then lured down but to the river not finding and pushed any, in. They're not finding any, um, any, right? It's just alcohol they're finding in their system. Mm -hmm. But you can't test for... Those kind of drugs. You can't test for roofies. Well, I mean, you can, but it's just very, very unreliable. Oh, that's the other thing, Josh. Remember we talked about uh, Christian uh, Pugh last time? Mm -hmm. He's the one survivor. They found him alive. Where, where, where? Next to Lady Bird Lake. What? Yeah, dude. Well, apparently, because I couldn't find any information about statements that he's made, just his dad, right? Well, apparently, he did tell his story on a podcast shortly after they found him alive. And he said, I don't remember anything. I don't remember anything that happened, which is very consistent with getting drugged. I mean, that's the whole purpose of getting drugged. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's, you that's don't why remember. I, that's why I thought it was like a, a female bartender who yep. picks guys in their 30s with uh -huh. dark hair mm -hmm. 
and then mm. and then's like let's go do something by the lake yeah and then just pushes them in and they're all messed up and drowned. Yeah. they're all drugged up they can't yeah they can't fend for themselves they can't it's either swim. that or it's a mermaid who can sing really well and she lures them into okay, the water that is it is absolutely not the what little mermaid not the black just, version or the white version neither one of those no, what if it's just a dude Hispanic. oh this is a hispanic mermaid she's, she's a okay. sirena now, now I'm actually kind of interested. She's like La Llorona. Yeah. Looking for but the with, bones, right? with nicer tits, though. Okay, yeah. Josh. And that's why they come in the water. Oh, I'm going to get pun her. Pun intended. But then the fishtail gets you. you but know, to your no. point, Josh, a female bartender, it just so happens that this person who has come out and said it's definitely a serial killer who also just happens to not be identified. I switched it up now instead of, because I was asking at the beginning of each set in Austin, I just point to a random dude in the in the audience and say, hey, are you the Rainy Street serial killer? And, and, How and many now, times are they like, yeah. And now I'm pointing at women and doing it. Hey, ah, see? Because you you're educated now. Serial killer? I can actually dude. confirm Josh even did this in San Antonio. Uh, yeah. I mean, he's just being extra precaution. He's just using the process of elimination. It's very much a 50-50 starter. Because either they <laughs> laugh or they're just like, what? No. Oh, why, dude? Why, why would, would you, you bring that, that up? We, we came to laugh and have a good time. And I'm like, all right, well, let's let's... Let's dig myself out of this fucking hole. <laughs> I also, Let me talk about my butt, I guess. Yeah. I, I also talked to a uh, bartender that uh, uh, chooses not to be named, and it says that uh, Josh is indeed the rainy street. That's, I mean, that was my <laughs> other theory, is that it is yeah. Josh. Because I did open up a podcast studio around the time that the murders started happening. Oh, well, that, that they started increasing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, I do, I'm still not convinced it isn't producer I Josh. do like to cross-dress and bartend. So those also I didn't know you liked to cross-dress. You're bartend. so brave, Josh. <laughs> It's You're not so bravery. Brave. It's just fun. It is brave. No, it's brave. Oh, okay. You're so brave. That's right. I wish I could be like you, but not really. If you see my le legs, it's not brave. It's, I want you to know. amazing. When you are wearing women's clothes, I am yes. very attracted to you. They're just clothes. They're what? just clothes. Oh, they're just, wait, what? They're just clothes. They're just regular clothes. No, 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 no. Oh. They're just clothes. Gender non-specific clothes. No, 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 no. See, you keep talking about <laughs> gender, and I'm telling you, they're just clothes. But With you said you robe, like to dress up as a woman. No, I said I like to cross-dress. Oh, cross dress. I like crosses <laughs> all over my dress. Uh, are you practicing your Okay, I see, I see where this is going. All right. Dad um, joke. Well, Justin, thank you so much for joining and sharing your experiences with yeah. uh, with brothels around the world. Yeah, th those were all made up every single time. All <laughs> fake stories. Fake stories. Just a bit, y'all. Please don't, please. Yeah, please working. do not alert local authorities that we have a predator on the loose that joins us occasionally on the podcast. Don't breathe into the microphone like that. That makes it worse, dude. Oh my god. <laughs> you have any uh you have any shows coming up, Justin? Uh, I'm doing LOL Mother's Day with you. Yeah, right? dude, May 14th with Tori Poole headlining. Yeah. And then, Love it. Um man, I really don't know, dude. I need to start keeping track, dude. You've got trying. a bunch of stuff coming up, man. Yeah, things just start happening and I don't like Put them on calendars and it's starting to bite me in the ass. So <laughs> yeah, I definitely need to start. Well, you that. you become like Josh, where you just don't even know what the hell is going on anymore. Yeah. I did a show with Josh last Friday. Josh was like, "Hey, why didn't you show up for my show on Friday?" I was like, "I was there, dude. I was I was helping you work the door." He was like, "What? I don't I don't remember that, dude. You got to get it together, Josh. What do yeah. you have coming up actually? Uh, you even know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. Uh, Onslaught is now going to be starting May 9th weekly at. Creek in the cave. Nice, so dude. I have both of you guys on in May. I'll give you some dates and you Let's let me know it. what. Hell yeah, yeah dog. But um, that and uh, check out Feed the Funny third Friday at the Blind Tiger. Great show. Uh, 10 o'clock. Uh, thank you to everybody who came to this last one. Uh, raise some money for the San Antonio Food Bank. So 
Keep very cool. Up. Very, very cool. Yeah, that uh, that Feed the Funny show is phenomenal. San Antonio's longest-running comedy show. I did that with uh, Josh last week. He didn't remember, so apparently I was very forgettable. Uh, but I still had fun, and the audience had a great time, too. <coughs> Everyone had a good time, except for Josh, apparently. I don't remember. I'm I'm losing <laughs> huge chunks of time. You are, dude. That I don't remember. You really are. I am. You need to get that looked at. Looked you're gonna at. get. You're gonna drown soon. They keep. They keep. They keep drugging me, but they can't get me into the water. I'm just too. Uh, <laughs> Take he, me back to the studio. He looks lighter. <laughs> uh, I've got a show coming up on Friday. Uh, fantastic damage. 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 <laughs> fantastic damage with Patrick Christopher at the Blind Tiger Comedy Club. Uh, Saturday, I'm going to be at Roscoe's in Austin, Texas. Roscoe's. Very excited about that one. That's going to be super fun. I'm going to be there with uh, Debo. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Wait, what, why did you correct me on the pronunciation? Because you're all Roscoe. Well, I mean, it's spelled with a Z, so I wanted to make sure everyone it's Roscoe's. Roscoe's. Whatever. Uh, and then doing that show uh, at the Laugh Out Loud Comedy Club with Tori Poole headlining. I'll be featuring for Justin will be hosting, and that's on May 14th. Stop so okay, we'd right. love to see you. It's Mother's Day, dude. Oh, it's for your mother. You know, I know all about moms. Moms love me, actually. I think moms love you too, Justin. Yeah. Um, so it should be a really fun show full of predatory behavior. Awesome. Uh, really looking forward to it. I'll obviously, follow us online. Uh, like, comment, subscribe. And if you're watching right now, please go ahead and drop a like on this episode. Uh, we had fun. I hope you did too. Uh, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Facebook, follow us on YouTube. You want to drop your tag, Justin? Uh, YouTube's JJ Governall and everything else is at Justin Governall. That's right. And you can just Google Josh yeah. and find all of his socials. You can follow me at Davy Jacks on most platforms. Uh, but that's it for the episode. Jo uh, Justin, thank you so much for hanging out. Josh, thank you for what you do, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Mm -hmm. We really appreciate you as well. Thank you all for watching. We love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Okay.